0: Leaving any job is difficult to do, and transitions, changes are a part of life in most people's careers. But when it's a church job, it's also a part of your community and identity. Often, transitions away from church roles can be painful, but it is possible to leave well. So today, we're talking about how to leave well when the time comes.
1: Hey there, Church Communicator. Welcome to the Church Juice Podcast, where we are energizing church communications one 20-minute episode at a time. Whatever your title or role is at your church, this show is designed to give you the marketing tools, resources, and even community that you need to be successful. My name is Brian Haley. I am the producer of Church Juice, and I'm joined today by a special co-host, Brandy Jones. Hey Brandy, welcome. Hey Brian, to the thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Hey, we had you on just a few episodes ago. We were talking about TikTok and video on social media. But for today and for the next few episodes, you are going to be my my guest co-host. So I'm excited to have you here. Thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast and speaking to some Really important topics for church leaders. So thank you for coming.
0: Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I'm super excited, ready to jump in.
1: Yeah, so why don't we start off, because you you are new to the show for a lot of people, why don't you just give a little bit about your background? Today we're talking about transitions. I know that you've gone through a few professional transitions throughout your lifetime as well, but... What's your background? Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience again?
0: Yeah, sure. Well, my name is Brandy, as you mentioned before, and I serve as the marketing specialist for WMU of Texas, which is the Women's Missionary Union of Texas. And it's a great job. I get to do print media, um, digital media, web media, and I also get to do some social media, which is my where my heart is. But I didn't start there, <laughs> so I actually started out in um, right after college. I went from steel manufacturing to oil and gas to I think I want to do ministry full time, and had some great mentors who kind of helped me make that transition into the church. And then from there, I went to the Baptist State Convention here in Texas, and I'm still a part of that family, but just on the the women's missions arm of that. So. There's been quite a few transitions, which is why I'm kind of excited about this topic today, because I've been through a few. Yeah, I know what to do and what not to do. So yeah, um, ready to jump in.
1: <laughs> I've been through some transitions too, some not so good ones too along the way. So I think talking about leaving well is often a, it's a difficult topic to broach with with churches because there's such, I don't know, there's such like a an ownership aspect to the role or to the job, I think. So, yeah. So let's talk about, I guess, a couple of things, how to know when it's time to leave, but also how to leave well today. So let's, let's start with how to know when it's time to leave. What, you know, in your experience, what are some, some, some ways that, that someone ought to see maybe red flags that might sense, you know, maybe it's time for a transition here.
0: Yeah. For me, I don't know about you, Brian, and you can kind of speak into this too, but burnout, was a big kind of red flag for me, an indicator, hey, something's going on. Now, I get that we all go through burnout. I think that's just a part of any job that you go through, especially if you're working constantly with no time for yourself or your family. But there's a difference between like a one-off kind of burnout situation to I'm constantly, I'm constantly tired. I'm constantly kind of dreading getting up in the morning and wanting to go to work or you get to work and you're like, "I, I really don't feel like doing all the things that are on my task list. So for me, that was a huge indicator like, hey, I think it's time to rethink the path that I'm on or what I want to do. I think another kind of flag for me there, too, was I wasn't doing what I kind of originally signed on to do. You know, I had a I had a goal. I was like, I want to focus on I'm going to speak from my experience, but I want to focus on social media and teaching pastors how to do social media well. But when I realized that I was so focused on content creation in my one of my jobs that I couldn't do all the other stuff, I was like, okay, I'm not I'm not doing what I originally signed on to do. So maybe it's time to have a conversation about that. But what about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think oftentimes job descriptions are either so vague that like they become all encompassing, right, or we kind of take on things because of our various skill sets or different needs throughout our time in ministry. So so the changing job, I think, is definitely if the job you're doing now isn't what you signed up for, like you were just saying, or it's just totally different and not something that you're passionate about. That might be something either it's time to leave or maybe it's time to have a conversation with, you know, whoever there. I would say for me, one thing that I noticed in, in our church kind of or in my previous church role over time was this shift toward a more unhealthy, unhealthy environment just for the people on staff. Um, and sometimes being a part of the everyday and being kind of seeing behind the curtain a little bit isn't all that it's cracked up to be, right? Um, but culture changes, especially with as as employees change, ministries change, you know, COVID like threw everything up into the air, right? So that lean into unhealthy dynamics is very possible. And if you feel like you are in an unhealthy environment professionally for your work, that might be a sign that it's time to leave. And I think that's something that, that I've seen uh, take place too. And a- alongside that, I would also say that relationships, both professionally and personally, sometimes they start to hurt because of just the stress and the different dynamics of work too. And so if your relationships are hurting, you know, if if you're feeling burnt out or you're not passionate about what you're doing, I think those are all, you know, along with unhealthy environments, and the shift in your role those are all kind of things that might tell you that it's time to leave and if you're feeling a mix of those then then maybe it is time to start having those conversations but i would also say on the flip side of that it doesn't have to be a negative a negative thing either right i'm sure you've felt this before but sometimes our calling is different like i know that that sometimes just life circumstances change maybe god is growing you and moving you into a new direction and so there are positive things to know when it's definitely
0: yeah I would say the job that I have now I'm thankful for a mentor that saw in me you know she pulled me to a side (laughs) one day and said hey I see that you could be doing so much more you don't think that you can but I see it right and it was her feeding into me saying "You know, you're more than just a social media girl right (laughs) at your at that job you could be doing magazines you can be doing websites and that's what kind of had me Okay, you know what? I think I can. So, and that allowed me to transition into the position I'm now. But, you know, I'm going to kind of piggyback on something you said earlier. You Mm -hmm. talked about relationships. I think one of the things that kind of pushed me Mm -hmm. over the edge a little bit in one of my positions was that I went to leadership and I said, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm seeing. And I said, Can you help me to either figure out a different way of doing things or maybe? help me to have more of a work-life balance or maybe, you know, talk with all the ministries as a whole to see if there's a better way that we can communicate. And what I realized through that situation is that if they say, okay, and then they don't implement anything after that conversation, then there's another conversation that needs to happen, right? With yourself and then, you know, maybe with the church, like, okay, I, I came to you with my problem. Nothing really took place after that. Maybe it's time for me to look for, you know, something else just so I can stay healthy, you know, myself. But if they do do something and you realize, okay, maybe it's still not working, you know, that there's a lot of different scenarios there that, but I think you definitely need to communicate. Just don't so like, I'm done. <laughs> you know, just try to just try to make it work if there is a yeah, negative absolutely. reason as to why you're contemplating a transition.
1: That kind of leads into really yeah. how to leave well. I think that makes a really good segue because communication is always key. And from my experience and what I have seen in other organizations too, if you're communicating early, you're communicating frequently and you're actually being honest and open about your frustrations or your sense of calling is changing or, you know, whatever those dynamics are often, not always, but often that helps put you and everyone else in a situation to leave well or leave better. And sometimes you deal with, you know, different personalities where that's not always possible. But if you're doing everything that you can, then that communication just makes everything on your end gives you the the opportunity, I think, to leave well than if you don't do that. So I think the more that you can be honest in your communication with your superiors or, you know, however that works, I would say that that's, that's pretty key to, to kind of both navigating your feelings as, you know, we're looking at you know, maybe this is my time to go, or I'm thinking about what exiting might look like, um, but also how to leave well. Uh, Communication is, of course, important because that's what we do here, talk about communication. How else do you leave well? What are some other ways that church communicators or church leaders can work on to to leave well when they feel like that time's coming?
0: Yeah, so one thing I would say is to set up Actually, I I hate to say this, but you almost need to think about the end when you actually go into a job. And what I mean by that is that when I first, when I start any job, I create like a desk binder, right? And I don't know, do other people do desk binders? Is that just me? (laughs) But it has all of the different jobs that I do. Okay. I know. (laughs) It might be my type A personality uh, kicking in there. But I have a desk binder and I know that it is also called like my hit by a bus policy which sounds horrible but we talk about this at work all the time if i'm not able to come into work for any reason or instead of waiting until i am about to transition out of a job and trying to figure out all the things that i need to train someone in i actually start that binder on day one and okay as i'm doing new activities or i'm figuring out how to communicate with vendors or how to set up the media team or how to set up a social media team i have all of those instructions already typed up screenshots, there's tutorial videos um, linked to our YouTube or our Vimeo account. I mean, there's all of that. That way, when it is time to say, okay, I'm thinking about doing something else, there's already a process in place that I can hand over to somebody else. But of course, you know, you don't want to also say, hey, I'm I'm leaving. I'm out in like three days. (laughs) So give them enough time to, you know, find somebody and you can train them up, even if you don't have a desk finder. But I mean, what have, what have y'all tried in your roles?
1: I think that's a really good process to have in place when you start either a new role or even when you're just like, you know, creating new accounts and different things. It's always good to have Mm -hmm. some sort of redundancies because you never know when you're going to be unable to come to work for some who knows, you know, reason. But also when it does come time to transition, Maybe you're just moving into a different type of role and you know, offloading some of your roles. But but that makes it that much easier because you have all of that written down and you can already say, Hey, these are the things that I do. Here's how I do them. So always have those redundancies. But if you don't right now, mm-hmm. do it because that'll make it easier when it is time to to leave or you know, when your job does change a little bit, all of those different things. If you have all of that written down, I think that's a great idea. So setting up you know, some sort of process there, I would say is, is really setting up the ministry for success. And of course, that's your, that's always your end goal, right? We never want to be, you know, leaving yeah. on negative terms where we're also trying to hurt the the body, of course. So the more that we can set up, you know, our next, mm-hmm. uh, our successor up for success, the more that we can set up ministry for success, the better off that I think all of that will be. And so I would say that that those are really important things. And I would also say that on top of that, or in addition to that, maybe we talked a little bit about relationships. I think it's important to do what you can as an individual to try to heal those relationships that have been hurt over the years or, you know, over the course of time. If there's any of that, that's kind of uh, enabling you to leave, spend time in your transition period, trying to heal those relationships as well as you can. I think that's something that we kind of move on from, especially if You know, if you're moving on from not just a job, but like a church community in itself, and you're not interacting with these people on a daily basis, it's a lot easier to just kind of cut ties and move on. Right. But relationships are important for the body of Christ. So we need to try to heal those relationships, too. Anything else? Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I was just going to tag on that. You know, I I have experience with where I've left most recently. Actually, I had some medical issues and I was like, hey, guys, I'm out. You know, I really, this is what not to do, everyone. I said, hey, I, right, I need to focus right. on my health and I need to do it right now. And I kind of just said, I'm out, but if you need me, I can help for the next month or so. They said, no, go focus on you. But what I didn't do was I told my leadership that at the church, but I didn't tell all the other ministries that we worked with. So now you, I've created like this. Well, what happened? Right. And then now you're getting the phone calls of, well, did well, right. something else going on? I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, like there's all this um, kind of uncertainty and kind of the rumor <laughs> mill that starts. But I could have took care of that if I would have communicated up front with everyone. Hey, you know, this is what's happening. I think that I just want to make y'all aware that I'm focusing on me. Right. What to do. One of my jobs I before I left, I actually went to each ministry leader and said, Hey, I'm looking at starting a new position, still within the family, but you know I'm, I'm going to transition over to this new role. Just want to let you know I'm still available to help. I'm still available. Whatever questions you have, I, you know I'm still here. Please call me. And yeah. that actually was one of the smoothest transitions yeah. I've ever had by doing that before I left that that communication role.
1: Yeah, I would say that you know that really is an important part because communication is always key and for some reason we always jump to conclusions so even if we are honest and transparent and like communicate really well about our exit and why we're leaving and all of those things people still for whatever reason will assume that yes. there's more to the story right but the more that we can actually have those conversations ourselves with people and be honest with them you know especially your ministry leaders your peers and the the teams that you lead in your role you know the the healthier dynamic you're setting up for the future of the church too, which is important. And of course you can't always control the narrative, which I hate saying when it comes to church, but you can't always control the narrative of how people are going to talk about your leaving, but you can control what you do and what you say. And so, you know, maybe for some church leaders or church communicators, if they feel like they need to leave from their role, maybe they won't be able to come to every other leader and say, hey, I'm still available. Maybe they need to, set Mm -hmm. some time and grieve a little bit, but the more that you can openly communicate early on, I think the better off. Yeah, if you are considering leaving your role or you're wondering about what God might be doing, but you can sense kind of a stirring, then, then we would love to be able to talk with you and maybe help you kind of navigate these waters too. So feel free to reach out to me or to, to Brandy or to any of us. We'd be happy to to offer a, a word of advice or just a listening ear. If you're in this position right now, most of us have been there, so we would be glad to, to listen and offer our insight too. Have anything else to add about this discussion? I feel like it's one of those topics that I feel like are we just kind of avoid a lot of times. And honestly, I've seen a lot of churches More churches than not, I guess, don't handle transitions well, in my experience. And so the more that we can, I think, have these conversations and like, it's okay. Transitions happen, change happens, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be a world exploding event that happens, but we can can influence how we leave and make sure that we are doing our part to leave well, too.
0: Definitely, I think the takeaway from today's episode is communication. (laughs) Communicate well. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) as
1: always. Right. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your busy day today to listen to the Church Juice podcast. But really, listening is just the start. So if you would like to take today's topic to the next level, if you want to reach out to me or, or Brandy or hear from other church communicators, you can head to the Church Juice Insiders Facebook group. Uh, you can find a link to our group, along with all of today's show notes, at churchjuice.com slash podcast.
0: The Church Juice Podcast is a listener-supported production of Reframe Ministries, a family of programs designed to help you see your whole life reframed by God's gospel story. Church Juice is produced by Brian Haley, with post-production by Minimal Media Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information about Church Juice, visit churchjuice.com. For more information on Reframe Ministries and our family and programs, visit reframeministries.org.